Hi, I'm Graham Mack and welcome to the Pod 20, the definitive countdown of the Top 20 podcasts. I'll be talking to podcasters who made the chart and my special guest pod star is Paul Blanchard from the Media Masters podcast where he talks to important people in media. Paul, these days you run a very successful London PR agency called Right Angles. You started out in York and then one day you made the move to the big smoke. Was it the classic story of a fellow who arrives with empty pockets and big dreams? Yeah, and it was a bit like Dick Whittington because I'd kind of I'd kind of spent all my money and was a bit skint, so I had just enough to get down there. And then it was, you know, like the like the they say, you know, when these entrepreneurs reminisce, it was um, it, it was very stressful at the time, insofar as. Um, you know, I didn't have much money, but it, actually I look back fondly now because it was also very freeing. It also meant I could then take the the business in any direction I want. I had nothing, but I also had nothing to lose. Yeah, it's it's funny, isn't it, that, you know, people who, who've never had a decent amount of money, and I'm not saying I've had a decent amount, but happiness and money, are, for me, are definitely not connected. I think about the happiest time of my life was when I was the most skint, was when we lived in a one-bedroom flat in Australia, and I went to radio school and it was just that the this what this could be the the hope of the future is is that what you found that kept you going that if I get this right this could be something else. I remember chatting with Hazel Bleas at the time, if anyone remembers her, and she was she reminded me of that old adage that money can't buy you happiness, but it can buy you a more pleasant form of misery. And I've always <laughs> thought that I think if you're in debt and you've got no money and you're living paycheck to paycheck, that's stressful. And I think the absence of money can be incredibly stressful if you've got commitments. But I agree with you. Once you, once you reach a certain level of comfort and income and you're not robbing Peter to pay Paul, at that point, you then, I mean, it's a great opportunity, that one, but you also got to think, well, what? what do you want to do with yourself because your bills are paid and you know i've had plenty of clients that have made several million and then think well do i want to go for hundreds of millions and take it to the next step you know i, I rent a boat in you know in um you know in all the various posh um you know yachting clubs and so on but do i want to own one and i think that's the point where you decide what level you want to be at really yeah, I think happiness has got a lot, of, lot to do with hope. I think if you, like, if you're broke and you're skint and you've got no hope, well, then you, that's miserable. But if you're skint but you've got hope, you can actually be quite happy. I think Absolutely, that, that's what it is. Yeah, it is amazing how many people though do look back on times when they were just struggling, but saying it was the best time. And uh, and it sounds like you've had the same experience. Part of life of being an entrepreneur, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's what it's all about. Paul Blanchard. And later on, I want to find out. How you deal with negative criticism of the Media Masters podcast. I'm Graham Mack. This is the Pod 20, heard on podcast radio on DAB in London, the home counties, Manchester and Glasgow, on demand in the USA at talkers.com and around the world on multiple platforms and as a podcast itself. Into the chart now and at number 20, today in focus from The Guardian, the podcast that brings you closer to Guardian journalism. 19. Dan Snow's History Hit, featuring the most exciting and important things that have ever happened on the planet. 18. Get Sleepy. Relax and fall asleep with Get Sleepy's unique combination of sleep meditation, followed by a calming story that lets you drift off to a peaceful slumber. At 17. Over a Pint with Chance and Bobby. You're a musician, aren't you, Bobby? Uh... I, I'm I'm like an ex musician now, but I used to like make beats, put like hip hop instrumentals, just on just on my computer while I was at school and throughout college. I used to sell them to people on the internet, 
But then, and I uh, paid for them. Uh, what? Yeah, I got cool. I sold one for two hundred pound once. Like, I used to make, I used to make. It was a good side hustle. Like, I'm one of these like side hustle people that I've always got like a little side hustle. But then I got into a, a job making shoes uh, as an apprentice, and then I just kind of got into. I did graphic design, so I wanted to design footwear. So that's what I'm working towards now. Right. So that's yeah, lucrative if you can get that this, working out. Yeah, yeah. So that's also what someone can want to do. And I'm doing this podcast with Chance. To me, when I listen to it, it just sounds like the two of you drinking and talking about stuff. How do you sit down and prep it? Because you can't just show up and open the mics and, and away you go. You've got to have some idea of what you're going to go on about, haven't you? Yeah. I mean, that was like for the first episode, before the whole thing got launched, we had a lot of time to prep, like to prepare it and get things you know, prepped and just laid out what we want to do. So we come up with loads of topics and ideas and then said that we'll do this, we'll talk about this, and that can be the first episode. So sort of intersperse it with an introduction and then get straight into it of like just doing what we're going to do every episode. But then for the second episode, obviously every whatever's relevant and important at the time in the world and things that people can also get involved with and understand that we're talking about because we're just talking about anything important, relevant, and all that stuff. You can find people talking about over a pint. Yeah. Uh, stuff like that we're always keeping an eye on and things that's like relevant and late and current in the news so obviously at the moment you can't move for things about covid in the news and things like that so anything to do with that that's always going to be something we can talk about but we're not trying to be chatting about covid all the time and we just do want to keep it fresh because that's what everybody's hearing so we're trying to not mention the c word at the beginning however Episode Toby just messaged me. Do you want to make an ep- do you want to make an episode tonight? Then and I was like, oh right, yeah, okay. <laughs> so then we got a couple of ideas <laughs> jotted down, and then we recorded it and got it done there and then. So it was quite it was quite quick. Just got two beers out, and there we go. We're off, <laughs> and uh, we episode two was made. So then we carried on that ever since. And it's working out great, Chance. Chance and Bobby will be back next week to talk about some amazing branding ideas they've come up with to promote their podcast, which is called Over a Pint. Number 17 this week on the Pod 20. At 16, Desert Island Discs. Lauren Laverne's latest castaway is the astronaut Tim Peake. At 15, Anatomy of Murder, the podcast that dissects each piece of a tragic puzzle. 14, Into the Grey Zone from Sky News. What do assassinations, cyber hacks and disinformation have in common? They're all weapons used by states against each other in a grey zone of harm that sits deliberately under the threshold of war, but could be just as dangerous if ignored. Into the grey zone, number 14. 13. Media Masters with Paul Blanchard. Paul, you have some amazing guests on there from the world of media, and I like the way you put yourself on there too, sharing bits of your life and who you are, but not everyone likes that. I had a look in the comments section and I read things from people having a go. How do you deal with that? I don't because I tell my clients for their own mental health not to read comments because it you, you, you all it takes is one or two comments and it could ruin your day. So I, I, my, I my assistant Claire reads comments and she, and I've told her if there's anything that's genuinely like actionable or untrue or something that's so bad. That, that I need to do something about it, then she should tell me. But if not, don't. If it just says I'm not very good, then then you know don't don't tell me that because you can't please everyone all of the time anyway. Yeah. I mean, I I've read some amazing books 
and you go on Amazon and, you know, 80% say it's great and then 20% just slate it. So you, you're never going to do do that. And I, I find myself as well that, um, you know, some some clients, I, I mean, like Melvin Bragg, I, you know, I love in our time, but sometimes he talks too much and the other times he doesn't. And then you can never get it right. I mean, I, I've got a lot more sympathy for someone like Melvin Bragg because he does it live as well. Yeah. Where, you know, you've got some quantum physicist on and he, he says that I need to explain Heisenberg's uncertainty principle in full <laughs> before I can talk about, you know, why the, the universe is, why free will doesn't exist. So you, you can tell, you can hear sort of Melvin sort of giving him seven or eight minutes thinking, well, okay, you're going into too much detail now. And I, I so it's more difficult to get right. And it's, I don't sort of start a podcast. I'm sure you don't and say, right, I'm going to involve myself 7.3% of airtime. <laughs> you just, you just do what's natural, really. Yeah. Coming up, I want to find out what it's like being the interviewee rather than the interviewer. More from the PR guru, Paul Blanchard. Coming up, and Media Masters from Paul Blanchard is at number 13 this week on the pod 20. At 12, the Happiness Lab with Dr. Laurie Santos. Yale professor Dr. Laurie Santos has studied the science of happiness and found that many of us do the exact opposite of what will truly make our lives better. At 11, the Infinite Monkey Cage, a witty, irreverent look at the world through scientists' eyes with Brian Cox and Robin Ince. 10 is The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. And at 9, Curiosity Cake with Lee Delaney. Lee, you find yourself trapped in Wakefield. Yep, not somewhere I ever thought I was going to end up, but we just moved out of London recently. Um, my girlfriend's a Yorkshire born and bred, has the tattoo and everything, so we wanted to get back out into the real world rather than the, you know, the fancy media London uh, metropolis kind of world so yeah we're just waiting to kind of uh, push through our own kind of buying somewhere uh so very luckily living uh for free with the in-laws uh which is uh good fun but not so good for uh the size of my belly at the minute so. <laughs> i want to find out more about you obviously you're hmm. from northern ireland yeah yeah that's right uh so uh, i was born in belfast pretty much um but lived out in the countryside a little bit in Northern Ireland um, until I was about 18. And then like, like lots of people, we kind of just disappear to, you know, find work and do interesting things. Northern Ireland can be a bit quiet uh, when, well, can be a bit quiet when we're not blowing each other up. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you said that, not me. Goodness me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so I've, I've I've lived away for a good while now, but um, have been you know obviously like go back except except for this year. It's been a while since I've uh, been back. So Christmas would normally be there, but um, having to wait until all of this dies down a bit. Now, in the trailer to your podcast, you say that you were the kind of kid that had the chemistry set and the the, the, the telescope and the microscope and stuff. Were you a nerdy kid? Because the the podcast, we should say yeah. for anyone that doesn't know, you talk to some of the world's leading scientists about scientific principles but in a in a in a user-friendly way because scientists mm. have a habit of um of losing you but uh, you try <laughs> you try and bring everybody in to keep the conversation nice and wide were you a nerdy nerdy scientific type of kid yeah definitely so like you're saying like you know my parents you know had got me chemistry set microscope telescope all of those things i would you know, all my electronic toys, I'd take them apart and just try to, you know, work out what was going on. 
put them back together, the usual kind of bits still left over, uh, but they still managed to work, which was all right. Um, you know, I would like catch insects and things just to kind of like, um, like just watch how they how they moved and acted and things like that and, and you know, let them go again. Um, so I just kind of grew up just being really curious and, and like in learning and I even remember like the first time I got a library card and I'd be going every week was like getting out as many books as you were allowed to. Um, so I'd be there like week after week doing that. Um, and just as I've, as I've grown up, I've kind of kept that interest, kept reading, kept trying to want, wanting to find out about stuff. Didn't, didn't, you know, I've done the sort of academic thing, but didn't really want to work in academia because I have so many things that I find interesting that I didn't want to do the academic, here's the one thing, and you've got to be interested in that and just work deeper and deeper and deeper down into that. Um, so that's kind of part of the reason why I started the podcast, to just follow that curiosity of different kind of topics. But like you're saying, keep it accessible for like ordinary people. Because I'm, I'm just a normal person. I've got a day job. I'm not, I'm not an actual kind of, you know, paid scientist. I don't work in science. Um, so like the conversations have to be accessible for me to be able to follow. So if I can follow it, then like anyone listening can follow it. Yeah. And it sounds great. It's Curiosity Cake. It's with Lee Delaney. It's at number nine this week on the Pod 20. And Lee will be back next week to talk about his favorite guest on his podcast. Number eight is Revisionist History. Malcolm Gladwell's journey through the overlooked and misunderstood. Seven, Conan O'Brien needs a friend. After 25 years at the late night desk, Conan has never made a real and lasting friendship with any of his celebrity guests, so he started a podcast to do just that. Number six is Freakonomics Radio, discover the hidden side of everything with Stephen J. Dubner, co-author of the Freakonomics books. Let's check in with this week's special guest pod star. It's the PR guru, Paul Blanchard from Media Masters. Paul, you've interviewed so many people from the world of media. It's great having you on now as the interviewee. To be honest, it's weird to be on this side of the, the, the is interview. Is it? Does, does it happen yeah. very often? No, no. <laughs> well, I, I'm asked a lot. I'm asked a lot of times to go on various things, but I, to be honest, I, I can't. I am quite chatty in real life, but I've, the one skill I've learned by doing the podcast is just to shut the hell up. I am very much, um, you know, that was. I think that was some, one of my early uh, early friends. Uh, uh, one of my friends listened to a few early ones, and he said, "Paul, this is great." He said, "But you've got to realise you've got to shut up. It's <laughs> you know you can't be." 50% of the airtime for each one, you've got to be 10%. He said, so, you know, say your piece and then shut up. And I've always remembered that as the best advice I've ever got. I do, I do try to do that. I mean, you, you, as a listener, you must realize that I'm waffling on now, but I, I try to all. let the listeners get on with it when it's my own podcast. And what podcasts inspire you? Ooh. I mean, that's, that's a really good one, isn't it? I mean, I, I listen to so many of them. I mean, I'm listening to Bad People at the moment on BBC Sounds. That's um, What's that one? I haven't heard that one yet. What's, what's that oh, one? Oh, it's really good. It's a comedian and a psychologist, and they talk about um, like killers and murderers and fraudsters and so on, and they're really trying to get under the skin of what is evil and you know whether, whether there are bad people or whether they're just victims of circumstance and just made some wrong choices. And I love The Naked Scientist as well on yeah. uh, Five Live. I love Crowd Science on BBC World. Um, What's that one? Your dead. Oh, crowd science is really good. Uh, so a lady called Marnie Chesterton, and she presents. But basically, what they do is um, 
people ring in from all over the world and ask the most obscure questions and then they get experts on it. So it's just like, um, brilliant. Oh yeah. They'll yeah. say, well, you know, why don't clouds fall out of the sky? And you know, so they'll get, they'll get meteorologists on and all of this kind of stuff. They did one years ago about what, how do planes fly? Yeah. And they got a quantum physicist on and a fluid dynamic person. And what was really <laughs> interesting is we kind of roughly know why planes stay in the air, but we don't quite know even now. It's really weird. It's like they had one on about gravity a few years ago. And we, we know everything about gravity in terms of how it works and blah, blah, blah. But we just still don't know what it is. Yeah. And that was fascinating. So you, you sort of go through all the bits about we can tell everything that gravity will and won't do to within a micron. But if you actually ask a quantum physicist what gravity is, they go search me, Gov. Don't know. Right. Wow. And that, that, so, yeah, love love podcasts. Absolutely love them. And that's why we're here, Podcast Radio. It's all we do. Paul Blanchard, the PR guru, will be back next week to talk about the importance of PR. Number five on the Pod 20 this week is the apology line. If you could call a number and say you're sorry, and no one would know, what would you apologize for? For 15 years, you could call a number in Manhattan and do just that. This is the story of that line, and the man at the other end who became consumed by his own creation. Number four, shagged, married, annoyed. The only way Rosie and Chris Ramsey can have a conversation without being interrupted by a toddler or ending up staring at their phones is by doing a podcast. Number three, Couples Quarantine with James Haskell and Chloe Maidley. It's made by Pomodo. Dylan Pugh is the man behind Pomodo Podcast. I want to talk about some of the podcasts you make, but let's start with this week's number three, Couples Quarantine with James Haskell and Chloe Maidley. Uh, for those that don't know, James is an ex-England rugby star, now trying to be an MMA star. Uh, and Chloe um, is a health and fitness and nutrition expert. Also, her parents uh, were very well-known TV personalities in the UK. Um, so th th they've both got their own independent podcasts, but decided to do a podcast about relationships. Uh, and it's really funny. It's quite sort of uh, close to the bone sometimes and some of the language is used and some of the topics they cover off. But alongside that a lot of people who listen they really appreciate the honesty you know they, they talk about things that people just don't talk about people are too shy and scared to talk about but they actually talk about these things so i think for a lot of people listening it's quite refreshing because it's the things that they think and they experience but they don't talk about so it's quite refreshing to hear other people talking about it that it's a proper couples chat as well. I mean, because they don't agree on that much at all. <laughs> no, no. But it's a, it is a great listen. Did they come yeah. to you for that or did you go to them? them how did that come up then? Yeah, so um, I was chatting to James about various things as I was, um, you know, about about to lose what I hadn't left at this point. But I was thinking of doing this. I was chatting to him about uh, he had a big rugby podcast, which they were going through some transition at the time. So it was called the House of Rugby back then. They've gone off on their own and and created an offshoot of that. Um, and I, yeah, I was chatting to them and, uh, you know, I, I was also talking to them about how Shag Married Annoyed, which is one of the biggest podcasts in the UK. And it's, it's, it's top five every week. On yeah, Butcher, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like we, we worked a lot with that when I was at Spotify and I was talking to, to them about how, you know, there's an opportunity for you guys to, you know, if, if you even got 50% of their success would be a huge result. But um, they already wanted to do something as a couple. And, yeah, we kind of built it from there. And did you have to set them up? Because I've watched the, the, the video, because they video it as well. And they are quite well set up, although it's very homemade. Did you yeah. have to set them up and show them how to record and everything? Or were they kind of already on that? 
so we're very lucky in that one is that uh, Haskell is very tech savvy and he's very clued on with those things. So, it, you know, it was fairly low maintenance for us. So we weren't as hands on as we have been with the other ones. Um, so that was a great one to get off the ground. I mean, our, our producer has since really helped them out with certain things with, you know, where to put the GoPro and, you know, a few little bits and bobs, especially when they're dialing in guests as well. But, uh, you know, by all large, that they're they're very self sufficient in that front. Um, so, but then on the flip side of that, at the same time, we we launched a podcast called Outside the Box, which yeah. is with a uh, BT Sport presenter called Becky Ives, who's great. But, I mean, yeah, she, she's really good. You know, you you know, there's 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 some podcasts you like them because they don't have professional broadcasters at the helm, and some you like them because they do. And she just sounds like such a safe pair of hands on that show. Oh, absolutely. I, I was in awe of how, how good she is at presenting. Um, but then on the tech side, you know, she had none of the equipment. She had, didn't have a clue what, what she was doing. So we were very hands-on. So again, that was good, almost like practice for our full processes of dealing with talent that know exactly what they're doing and need minimal hands-on involvement, but also talent that don't know what they're doing from a tech perspective. And we have to be very hands-on in terms of going there with all the equipment, setting everything up, do the full production, do everything for her. So it's been a good experience of the contrast of the both. And that one is about women in sport, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So it's a good, good message. Um, you know, I've taken lots of good learnings from that. Um, so yeah, we've just finished the first season. So we're just discussing ways in which we can move on to the next season next year. And then Sports Virgins, Amy Voss. Yeah, so Sports Virgins, really excited about this one. Um, you know, it's, it's a different kind of podcast. It's, uh, we got two, well, Amy's a radio presenter and Matt Richardson, who's a comedian. So again, go back to what you're saying about professionals from the broadcasting space. It's been really good to work with them from that sense. But the whole premise of this show is an idea I had to to have two people that know absolutely nothing about sports to be discussing the <laughs> weekly sports news and almost as teaching them about certain sporting terminologies. Um, so, yeah, and, and I'm delighted with the content of that because it's been really funny. I mean, I'm still amazed every single episode of how badly they get things wrong. Um, <laughs> but, yes, uh, it's been quite funny. And, and, you know, it's interesting with that is that, Obviously, they are known names, but they're not, sort of, you know, superstars of the sort of the sporting world um, or, or, you know, in terms of the celebrity world. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes. You know, I'm anticipating that being a bit of a, a slow burn. And I'm hoping that's going to gather a bit of momentum, gather a bit of a cult following and then be a really big popular show in about six months time. So that's my expectations with that one, as opposed to, you know, really accelerating out of the blocks early doors. Thanks a lot, Dylan. Dylan Pugh talking about Pomodo Podcasts and their podcast Couples Quarantine is at number three this week on the Pod 20. At number two is last week's number one, Power the Maxwells. Everyone's heard of Ghislaine Maxwell. Now find out about her father, the media tycoon Robert Maxwell and his rise from nothing to his fatal fall from the deck of his super yacht under mysterious circumstances. It's straight out of a crime novel, this one, but it is all true. It's at number two. It's Power the Maxwells, which means we have a brand new old number one. For seven weeks, he was at the top of the chart. Then last week, he was knocked off by Power the Maxwells. Now he's back. Louis Theroux grounded. And Louis's latest remote guest is the musician and actor FKA Twigs. 
They discuss being trolled and the influence of Adamant and her relationship with Shia LaBeouf. That's it for episode 40 of the Pod 20. Thanks to this week's guest podstars, Paul Blanchard, Chance Litchfield, Bobby Nangler, Lee Delaney and Dylan Pugh. Next week, my guest is Paul Barros from the Humorology podcast, which explores the importance of humour. Paul, you're an entertainer and psychologist. Clear something up for me. When women are asked for what they look for in a partner, sense of humour is always at or near the top of their list. Now, you often see attractive young women who are dating, let's face it, ugly, overweight, middle-aged, balding men who just happen to be rich. Does being rich make you hilarious to hot young women? (laughs) There's a big question, Graham. (laughs) Does being rich make you hilarious to women? If sense of humour is what uh, they're going for, not the money. Money money can be funny, is what you're saying, Graham. (laughs) Yeah. I the thing. Well, um, I think it oils the wheels of funniness. <laughs> I think you, the more money you have, the funnier you can get. I get it, but no, everybody. Well, the interesting thing is that everybody says they are drawn uh, to great sense of humour, but also if you read people's dating profiles, I have never read a dating profile where somebody has said I've got a lousy sense of humour. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You you know what I mean? Everybody thinks they have a great sense of humour. But really, is that true? It can't can't be true for everybody, can it? No. Well, well, one of my guests on the Humorology podcast said, you know, that every pot has his lid. So maybe (laughs) there is somebody out there who will find them funny. It's just a case of looking for long enough. But frankly, um, I I think that the world without a sense of humour would be an absolutely awful place. I think it would be disastrous. And so if we can't keep that sense of humour, I mean, what are we doing now? We're not. I'd forgotten that we're actually recording a broadcast. <laughs> well, don't we forget that. You might laugh. say something you regret, Paul. You know, I'd hate that to happen. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, those pictures of me and the goat on the okay. internet okay. Are, are completely false. Okay. okay. Well, Just now, glad we cleared that up. <laughs> Paul Barras, my special guest next week on the Pod 20 without the goat. And if you'd like to watch extended video chats with my guests also without the goat, check them out on YouTube and subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's easy to find. Just look for Graham Mack, G-R-A-H-A-M and Mack, M-A-C-K. And don't forget, you can influence the pod 20. Just make a recommendation at thepodcastradio.co.uk. On the morning of August 1st, 1966, shots ring out from the observation deck of the clock tower on the University of Texas campus. It marks the infamous beginning of the modern era of mass shootings in America. 
You're listening to Stop the Killing podcast. Join us as we take you behind the crime scene tape to explain global mass shootings and mass attacks. I'm Sarah Ferris, but more importantly, this is Catherine Schweitz, the former head of the FBI's active shooter program. I spent five years as the FBI's top executive looking for answers to the mass shooting crisis. I've been at the shooting scenes. I've traced heroic acts of bravery. And I've sat silently and listened to the heart-wrenching stories from survivors. Amongst this horror, there is hope. We all hold the key to stop the killing. You just need to know how to unlock the door. Download Stop the Killing and be part of the solution. Search Stop the Killing on Apple, Spotify and all the usual suspects.